This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Does your business plan include podcasts? This is Business Equity and Opportunities. Getting started. Chris Spangle is a 15-year veteran of podcasting. In addition to doing his own hosting, he consults for local podcasts, including The Bob and Tom Show and Leaders and Legends, part of the All Indiana Podcast Network. Chris offers his insights into how small business owners are embracing the idea of using podcasts to help get their businesses out there. I've been a podcaster since 2007. I worked at a local radio station, 1438 AM, that didn't have a powerful signal and did a lot of news talk. And we were able to extend the signal of the radio station online with Abdul in the morning. And that's where I got my podcasting start. And then I left there to go work for the Libertarian Party of Indiana. And I've worked at Bob and Tom since 2013 as their digital director and working to take the radio show and put it online in many different forms. And we have a podcast there that gets a million downloads a month and is one of the top podcasts in the world. And I'm also on The pa- the Pat Down, which is a top po- comedy podcast with Miss Pat and Dion Curry. I also do podcast consulting. I've taken all this knowledge and now I work with people to help develop podcasts for their own businesses, for their hobby. I think people would be surprised at how much work goes into a podcast. There are 4 million podcasts, almost 5 million podcasts, and roughly 30 to 40% of those are active. And most podcasters never get past seven episodes. And that's because it takes a lot of time to prep. And so working in radio, I see the amount of preparation that Tom Griswold puts into the Bob and Tom show, and it's hours to go into that four-hour show. Doing my own podcasts, it's reading a lot to put it into you know, thoughts about current events. I think people think that if I just sit down with my friends and do a podcast and chit chat, then I'll just take off like Joe Rogan. But you do have to have some strategy behind it. If you want to build an audience, the more work you put into pre and post production, the better the on-air quality will be and the more audience you'll build over time. So I think that's the thing that people would find out is the most uh, surprising part. It's not just people chattering away. Some are, but the best podcasts don't do that. So in terms of marketing, especially online, you've always had images like photography or memes. You've had written word in blogging and various copywriting. You've had video come on over the last 10 years with the rise of YouTube and people hiring firms to feature their show. But audio has been left out of that mix and major platforms are starting to pay attention to audio now that they can monetize it monetization on a mass scale like youtube ads have done for video has come into the podcasting space over the last three years 
And so that means that more major tech companies are moving into the space and creating new technology, which affords networks like mine the ability to monetize. It affords small business owners the ability to create content in unique ways and then put that out and distribute it on different platforms. And it's a cheap form of content marketing. It's cheaper to hire someone to help edit your podcast, produce your podcast, um, than it is to create those large videos that are two minutes that live on your YouTube that maybe 200 people will watch. What podcasting offers a small business owner is the ability to connect with their clients, their users, or however you may term the people that you interact with in your business, your customers, in a very intimate and personal way that video and writing and imagery may not. It breaks down that barrier. So people are able to listen to a conversation that you might have with another person and get a sense of who you are before they come through the doors or send you that first email. And in a world where people are a little bit more shy than maybe they used to be, they're a little more introverted, it allows them to put a human face on the contact before they actually reach out. You're also able to use it for lead generation. If I were to send a message to the leader in my industry and say, can I get lunch? Can I sit down and take an hour of your time across from you on your desk and, and, and chat? They might say no, right? That's a, that's a big lift for somebody who is at the top of their business vertical. But thanks to the, to the um, use of everybody's own vanity, you can ask for an hour-long conversation on a podcast. It helps them maximize their time by promoting their projects, their businesses, while also uh, giving you a face-to-face. -face. And I've had clients that have been able to leverage these podcast conversations into business because of that one-on-one -on -one conversation. We brought Leaders and Legends with Robert Bain to the All Indiana Podcast Network a few years ago, and we've seen about a 30% increase in Robert's downloads while being a part of the network. It's also offered him opportunities to come on television to promote episodes. Um, there's not a lot of podcast networks that can offer live TV spots um, on uh, daytime television. And it really helps network together a lot of different shows. And so you, you also have the benefit when you're reaching out to potential guests to say, we're part of a local television station's network. Robert has been able to use his presence on your social media, in your email newsletters, on TV, to persuade guests that he might not have gotten otherwise. I think the future for podcasting is huge. Right now, about 40 to 50% of people listen to podcasting. One major CEO of a podcasting company just said that that is going to be 90% within the next 10 to 20 years. If you're interested in starting a podcast, I run a group called indianapodcasters.com. We have a meetup every couple months where you can come and meet a bunch of other podcasters. It's a very safe place to come and ask questions. 25% of the people that show up to that are usually looking to start a podcast. You can always reach out to me. I'm always happy to answer questions uh, at podcastingandplatforms.com. And I know the All Indiana Podcast Network has a great team that would love to help people, but there's two rules to podcasting that are, are ironclad. The first is you must be relevant to your audience. You must not waste their time. The second is you have to be consistent. So you have to pick a topic and a time frame, a time schedule, that you can be consistent with that content, that you can manage that. If you can do two episodes a month, one episode a month, one a week, then you figure that out. There's a lot of great places to get information, like indianapodcasters.com, where you can come and meet other podcasters, or the All Indiana Podcast Network, or my own podcast, Podcasting and Platforms.
Getting Started, made possible by the Indiana Economic Development Corporation.